Blockchain Week, DapCon uh, wrapped up a couple days ago. Um, it's now Friday. I'm sitting here at Full Node with Federico Kunzekunma of Evmos. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like a chance Random, meeting. Random, yeah, like a Full Node. It was a breakfast, and well, here we are. <laughs> yeah, pulled out the pulled out the gear, and we're gonna do a little little, uh, catch, little up. catch up here. Um, yeah, so the last time you were on was, I think, right... For the podcast. Yeah, yeah. on the interrupt, I think was three or four months ago. Yeah. So lots has happened uh, since then uh, in the Evmos sphere, but also, I think, like in, in crypto generally. Maybe before we dive into Evmos, um, of course, like the merge happened yesterday. Yeah. So where, where were you for the merge? Uh, honestly, it was non paying much attention to the, like the blog yeah. where the merge happened, but I was following up uh, crypto Twitter quite a lot during this. So you didn't uh, go week. to like a merge party? To, yeah. uh, no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I was like super tired trying to catch up with a few weeks of work. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Understandable. Um, and yeah, what do you think this means for like, you know, I mean, of course, like there's pretty significant implications for Ethereum, but I think mm -hmm. like for crypto as a whole, what do you think the, the merge signifies? I think now it's it's even more clear that the most of the technology in the spaces or like the consensus engines are transitioning into proof of stake. Yeah. Um, it's gonna, now that the technology is mature, it's been proven uh, running on Cosmos for years, Tesos and other blockchains, Polkadot as well, and other uh, major ecosystems in the space are running on proof of stake, and and it's now clear that most of the blockchains are now transitioning to that. Yeah. Um, and so it's like kind of like reconforting the the entire space is going uh, in that direction, and also <clears throat> it brings all uh, like huge benefits for the ecosystem. Like new applications can start leveraging proof of stake, and like having like a new set of users that are not just holders anymore, but also like active part of the network yeah. through delegations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does introduce some some complexities and like these are things that uh, yeah, I think have been talked about in at least in Cosmos and the interchain for uh, many years, which is this problem of centralization of power with, you know, large infrastructure providers. I think someone I, I saw a tweet uh, go by that of the last thousand blocks on on Ethereum mainnet, like four hundred and some were uh, lighter on Coinbase. Yeah, lighter yeah. on Coinbase had yeah. uh, had proposed them. Um, and this is also this is also an issue in, in Evmos. Uh, I haven't looked at the numbers recently, but there is uh, a high concentration, or, or, or there was up and up until we'll talk about the foundation delegations. But you know, you know, broadly in many Cosmos chains, there's a high concentration of power with uh, top ten, top twenty validators, and certainly mm -hmm. you know Coinbase and Kraken and uh, and you know the exchanges take up a large uh, portion of those. What are some solutions that exist, either you know, social uh, sort of community solutions or even technical solutions to reducing the amount of centralization in, in, in staking? Yeah. So um, until now, most of the like 
centralized exchanges that have been accumulating a lot of power, voting powers more specifically, and different networks on, on the in the Cosmos ecosystem have been doing so because it's easier for them to circumvent the uh, unbonding period that mm -hmm. is kind of like part of the security mechanism of uh, proof of stake. And so for a user that wants to stake their tokens and then like immediately make them available by unbonding, like they want to be part of the uh, interest rates that the staking deposit uh, rewards them it's with like more tokens. like a form of centralized liquid staking. Exactly. Yeah. And then like, then you want to like withdraw those, maybe cash out or something like that. And so like most in like other networks in the space, um, like all these centralized exchanges have been pulling all these tokens, but they also have like a lot of tokens that are like available. Mm. So they can, you can, for example, like unbond those tokens and then like at the same time, like transfer them over to like the user immediately without having to uh, wait for the unbonding period. That's yeah. one, and that's one reason why uh, a lot of these um, centralized exchanges have been like accumulating a larger amount of voting power besides the fact that they have also a large user group from yeah. from just the exchanges like yeah. for example Coinbase. And um, the other mechanism that is in order to kind of address this problem um, and, and you already uh, talked about this a little bit um, on Twitter and, and I'm not sure in your podcast but like about liquid staking. Um, there are a variety of liquid staking solutions, the one on on Ethereum, of course, being spearheaded by Lido, because Ethereum doesn't have a native in-protocol staking uh, mechanism, yeah. as you can find on, on Cosmos. Cosmos or Polkadot, etc. So it falls, it falls uh, into like different applications that are doing this uh, task. Mm. And then, for example, um, on Cosmos, now there are like multiple Kind of like liquid staking protocols chains that are have been trying to launch in the and 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 I think like Stride already launched yeah you know, Stride already launched that's yeah. a fact and then uh, Quicksilver and there are like a few others um, that are also working on this yeah. at the same time like Neutron with Lido and then we are also going to be implementing liquid staking uh, natively on the protocol so that not only users uh, can provide security via staking, mm -hmm. but they can also have those tokens available uh, for using them on, on these different Evmos applications, providing even more utility for for the ecosystem. So, so it'll be when you say it's going to be native on the protocol, does that mean that it's going to be sort of integrated into the into into the application into the application or is it something that you're you're not launching it as a, a contract on the Atmos chain right so like the main difference and uh, the main difference right now with the other liquid staking solutions is uh, they run their own liquid staking dedicated application specific blockchain yeah, um, kind of like stake you can think of it as a staking as a service where you are managing the different like staking positions across different chains. And so like, for example, if you have Atom connected to Stride or Quicksilver, you are gonna be minting a liquid staking token on Stride or on, on depending on the implementation, this is like implementation details, but it's ultimately the chain that is doing this work through either uh, different technologies like um, interchain accounts or interchain queries, etc. 
Um, Evmos will be implementing those, uh, sorry, not those interoperability solutions, but liquid staking natively on the protocol so that you don't need to rely on an external chain. Um, so it's like a... It's like an input. It's a Cosmos module. Exactly. Cosmos module. Okay. So it's at the protocol level. Yeah, and uh, we are we're still in the phase of like scoping out which is exact implementation that we're gonna go for, and um, once we have more details for that, um, we'll be sharing that with the community. Um, There are different options. The main one is the one that uh, the Eclusion team has been working on for the for the past few months uh, or like half a year. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, the, the liquid staking module that, uh, that they started working on. So as a user, I was thinking about this you know, recently, like, uh, w- w- as a user of you know, many different chains, so you know, for, for instance, one may have tokens staked on, 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 on Cosmos natively, on Osmosis, maybe even through Superfluid staking, and uh, you may have ticket, uh, uh, tokens staked over on, on Evmos. What's the benefit for a user? Like, how, how does a user reason about uh, deciding whether they stake uh, with the liquid staking module directly on the chain, if the chain has such a module, or through a protocol like Stride or, or Quicksilver? Um, it all it, you know it all comes to like security and incentives, in my opinion. So, for example, like from our point of view, uh, we don't want to expose Yevmos chains to additional like security. Um, like additional like surface of attack by mm-hmm. having another chain managing the security of the Evmos network. Um, but then there's also like incentives that you can be providing if you use any of these other um, protocols like Stride or Quicksilver, etc. Yeah. Um, so in the end, it will be up to the user to choose like which of these are going to be more beneficial to them. Um, but what we want to enable more specifically with our implementation is not only allowing end users to be able to stake their tokens, but also allow smart contracts um, on Evmos to be able to use this liquid staking module. Mm. So for example, you can imagine an index uh, of validators, so you can group them via uh, I don't know, like the validators that are running ecosystem-friendly setups. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, uh, eco-friendly, yeah. <laughs> eco-friendly setups, um, or validators have been in the, uh, the genesis, in the genesis. That's, that's that vote on every proposal. Exactly. Yeah. So you can build different indexes, and you can build out a whole application that is. Uh, directly connected to staking logic on Evmos and have like have a new set of possibilities for staking that are that are specifically applications leveraging it. Okay, yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, well, what what else is on the roadmap? Because like this is all interesting uh, alpha. I think I don't know if yeah, we talked yeah. a whole lot about this, but. Yeah, is there anything else that's on the roadmap that is particularly interesting? Yeah, so we're we're working on some like improvements to the EVM, making it more modular, and so connecting direct, connecting for example IVC directly with the EVM uh, is one of our main priorities. So like the same way that uh, applications could be talking directly to the staking logic, we could have applications also sending transactions um, via. IVC to other chains, or for example, uh, to Osmosis, to Cosmos Hub, etc. And so having that more like be a more easy 
flow of tokens out to other um, to other chains or like incoming tokens to be represented natively on the EVM um, without having to go through the step of like the user having to manually convert those. Yeah, um, that could be like a huge UX win. Absolutely. Um, and so like those are the ideas that we're thinking for the next step on the roadmap. Okay, and um, what about? Bridging, uh, you know, since we last talked, there was, right. of course, the the Nomad uh, hack. Um, you, you know, Evmos was a, a pretty heavy user of Nomad, and yep. and, and many of the uh, many of the dexes on Evmos, like Diffusion or Evmos Swap, were also um, using Nomad assets. Lots of people like lost money, I myself included. Like so, you know, like there's been. Some amount of pain, I think, uh, for, right. for most users with regards to this, and like, yeah, what, what's how, how is that progressing, and how are, is Evmos sort of you know recovering from the externalities of this? Yeah, attack? so Noman, it's it uh, Noman is taking different measures to ensure that uh, those funds are recovered. I think they've um, already recovered something like yeah. 25% or something. Yeah, I'm not that, sure exactly. Yeah. I haven't been following up with the latest yeah. amounts, but they're working with different institutions to try to recover those funds for the end users. Mm -hmm. So once they have, I guess, recovered like most of the most of the amounts, so, uh, there will be like a claiming process to okay. recover back some of those, okay. um, according to the, the announcement that they made. Mm. Um, for us, of course, it was like painful um, to see the uh, total value log decreasing. But at the same time, now we're taking a more resilient approach of working with different uh, applications and bridges. So now instead of like Evmos having like a sort of like a canonical bridge, uh, we're talking to the bridges and introducing them with applications that might need different assets to be bridged over via different networks mm. and via those bridges from different networks. So it's a more neutral approach and in my opinion, a more resilient approach, but it also has like, I would say negative consequences for the end user in terms of user experience because then there's like the fungibility issue of the tokens that have been bridged via one bridge yeah, yeah. Uh, from one bridge uh, versus another bridge. And so like the the role will be in different like stable yeah like stable swap protocols and applications that will be able to provide like fungibility yeah. for those and you'll be able to swap them from like one stable coin to another. Yeah, so like um, I think there's Kinesis is one of those. Kinesis projects. is one of those, yeah. I, I remember speaking with another team also that like were seemingly building something similar yep. or wanted to build like some sort of curve uh, like application on, yep. on Evmos. Yeah, I think that's cool and I think it's it's one of the real unsolved user experience problems. You know, even with things like Curve, it, it's hard to identify like the a canonical, you know, um, USD, USD stablecoin yeah, exactly. when like there's so many um, different derivatives and you know, Evmos has taken one approach, uh, Osmosis for instance has taken one approach to having a canonical bridge and that that's that's the um, the stablecoin that appears like in their um, in their general application interface. But mm -hmm. then, of course, like if you go into Frontier, you have the gravity yeah, ones, and yeah. you have uh, potentially some other ones. So it's I recognize it's a, it's a complex challenge to solve, uh, and you know I, I hope someone 
finds a solution. Because <laughs> right. like for users, it's, it's yeah, it's, it is confusing. Uh, and I think even in Diffusion, it wasn't always, not just Diffusion maybe, but uh, some of the other uh, DEXs as well, it wasn't always clear that like the USDC that you had was Nomad USDC. And I saw right. some people sort of complaining about that too. It was like, right. I had no idea that this was Nomad USDC because it, yeah. it hadn't been like properly identified in the, in the UX. And they were I, using, they were like calling it USDC yeah, because it was yeah. like the one with the most liquidity. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think in that case for users it makes sense to be, at least now while we are still in the situation where, you know, you have bridged assets and they are not fungible, uh, they're not directly fungible, um, for application interfaces to be like super clear about the fact that like this is not the same thing as like this other thing and certainly it's not the same thing as the real thing and here are the risks that you know you incur by holding this asset and sort of like being clear about what those risks are and I think yeah, yeah. It, it, just growing awareness around those things is really important um, yeah I wanted to talk about the, the foundation delegation announcement um, yeah and so, full disclaimer: like, so uh, Interop received uh, a foundation delegation. Uh, you know, thank you to the foundation for delegating to us. And um, also, if you're listening and you have Evmos, uh, please consider donating or de delegating to uh, to Interop. Links in the show notes. Um, so yeah, what, what's the reasoning behind this program, and what's the goal here? So, the foundation delegation is meant to be rewarding like contributors to the network in different areas, and also providing like public, publicly available RPC uh, nodes for the rest of the users and applications, working with the community, uh, running relayers, etc., like ecosystem, and and so on. And so, like the this is the first run of foundation delegations. Uh, we haven't finalized the first round, so like. Uh, you will be expecting like more uh, movements and movements in the in the Valerio Sen. Yeah. Um, and like yeah, so I guess that's a that's the main reason. And um, yeah, like one of the main one of the main concerns we've heard so far from our users is like the distribution of the voting power across the different validators. Yeah. Um, this is trying to go in that direction and trying to improve some of these concerns. Uh, and, and certainly we're gonna be looking to contributing uh, like in the, in the direction of decentralization. Mm. So um, going to a more like a bit more technical point, when you go, when the tokens are distributed, the tokens are minted on, on every day at the same time. Uh, when those tokens are distributed, they are distributed to the validators first in the, in the, uh, the same ratio of the uh, voting power that they have, and then they're like allocated to each of the delegators. So by evening out the, um, the or like making a more uniform uh, set of validators with more similar voting powers, you're mm -hmm. also even out the rewards to yeah. the specific delegators. Um, and so that's kind of like the rationale for for like pushing a little bit further in this direction as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, I know that, and, and we're well aware that this also, like the foundation delegation, because like we're trying to improve the decentralization of wealth as well, also comes and affects the current uh, APR of the chain, um, but I think like as a as a community, we also need to push 
further for the decentralization of power. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I think Avos in, in the Cosmos ecosystem at least is probably. I mean, it is the chain with the highest APR uh, for delegating for staking. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm uh, you know, we're we're happy to take a cut on <laughs> to take a cut on that. Uh, if it means that uh, if it means that the network is more decentralized, and of course over time, like this staking reward is going to go down to like much more reasonable, um, much more reasonable rates. So people should expect this to, to go to continue to go down. And, the, and that's one of the main reasons. I mean, th th that's one of the main reasons why we want to push for liquid staking, so that um, once. Uh, once those rates are more stable, uh, and like the adoption of the of the different applications is more stable, so, like grows over time. Sorry, um, we will be able to have all these liquid staking uh, EVMOS available for the end users to interact with the different applications. Yeah. Um, so that will be like an extra utility. For for these Evmos tokens that will be able to be used in, in applications and also be transferred over to like other chains in the in the Cosmos ecosystem or EVM ecosystem as well. Yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, well, so you're mentoring at uh, ETH Berlin, which is a hackathon that's happening yeah. this weekend. Uh, is anybody building on Evmos? You think? Or? Um, I haven't followed up with it, like what are the specific projects uh, from all the. Uh, devs that are participating, but I'm really looking forward because it's been it's been it's been a while since the last one. Yeah. Um, so really looking forward for this uh, this year's edition after so long. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's back after three <laughs> years, I think. So yeah, yeah very cool. All right, thanks uh, cool. thanks for coming around, and Thank you so um, <clears throat> I guess people could see you in Medellin. Yeah, yeah. Well, the team will be uh, in Medellin. Um, we'll be also giving more information about it. The next uh, steps with, or like the roadmap uh, of Evmos, talking a little bit more in depth about like those uh, critical issues that we've encountered so far. Kind of doing a recap of of uh, the past year since launch, etc. So like, and what's next as well for for the protocol. Cool. All right. Cool. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much.